I'm Marielle Hemingway, and my partner, Melissa Yamaguchi, and you have joined us on Outcomes the Sun, a podcast about mental and behavioral health and physical health and all kinds of health, but basically about a balanced brain. Uh, today, we have an amazing guest, and I'm going to throw it over to you, Melissa, so that you can give the intro. I am more than happy to. We have as we also, we have a lovely guest today. His name is Jeff Dill. Meryl and I had the fortuitous opportunity to meet Jeff when we were in Vegas at an event. And he was um, in true fashion of his industry and of his work. He came up to Mariel, approached us, and we were delighted to have the opportunity to be exposed to all the work he's doing. And besides that, get to talk to him at various times and learn what a lovely man he is. But let me get down to the particulars for you. <laughs> in 2010, Jeff Deal founded the Firefighter Behavioral Health Alliance. He travels the United States and Canada holding workshops to educate firefighters, dispatchers, and EMS about behavioral health awareness and suicide prevention. And this is an interesting fact that I think it's worth sharing. In 2010, Firefighter Behavioral Health Alliance, FBHA, began tracking and validating data on all firefighters, EMS, and dispatcher suicides across the United States. In addition, they offer seven workshops for first responders, counselors and chaplains, family members, and preparing for retirement. Now, Jeff holds a master's degree in counseling, unlike me, who just has armchair opinions about everything. He's a retired <laughs> fire captain at Palatine Rural Fire Protection District in Inverness, Illinois. He speaks internationally about his work for his brothers and sisters in the industry. The past 10 years, he has traveled over 750,000 miles. And after this, we'll be discussing how I can be a part of the friends and family benefit for Jeff. His message... <laughs> His message offers hope and inspires all to enjoy life by understanding each person's own behavioral health. Now, on July 1st, some current news, on July 1st of 2021, Jeff was appointed the new behavioral health, health administrator for Las Vegas Fire and Rescue. Jeff, we're so happy you're here with us. Well, thank totally. you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, it's an honor to be here, uh, Melissa and Mario. I, uh, it's... Uh... It's a, it's a subject matter that uh, it's one of those things that you just wonder, how did I ever get on this path? And, or why did, why did the good Lord put me on this path? And uh, it's one that I don't question. I just, uh, just follow and, and try to help out my brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome. We are, uh, first of all, I'm really, uh, thank you for the work that you do because it's so incredibly important. We, we uh, spoke with Mike McGrew uh, a couple or a week ago, um, he'll be in our next podcast. Um, and we, you know, what you're doing is so important, but I, I want to know specifically what it is that you do when you go and you speak all over the country, what kind of workshops that like, what is the, what are the techniques or, you know, what are the tools that you're using? Cause I'm really fascinated with sol solutions. I, you know, I think we mm -hmm. all, know that there's a problem but what are the solutions that you've you've come across that are very that are working well what we found uh, very quickly in 2010 um, you know being in the fire service i was a battalion chief at that time in the northwest suburbs of chicago and when my wife and i founded fbha i uh, found out really quickly that we don't talk about behavioral health in the fire service it just was not uh, something that you discussed Anything with addictions, PTSD, marital relationship issues, and then suicide. So it was it was a big challenge. And uh, when we uh, actually founded FBHA in 2010, we took a lot of hits. 
a lot of organizations saying uh, PTSD, that's a military issue, and uh, suicides, uh, you're making up the numbers and things like that. Wow. So and now we've seen here in 2022, the hundreds and hundreds of organizations now that are out here helping out our brothers and sisters. And so what makes us different, though, is the validation process and the interviews. Uh, 90% of all our workshops and what the information that's in our workshops comes from our brothers and sisters or the family survivors. Uh, we do a lot for family survivors as well. So when we start talking about these things, we talk about the cultural brainwashing. We're talking uh, about um, uh, internal size up, meaning that we need to ask ourselves daily two questions. Why am I acting this way? Why am I feeling this way? And the best thing that we can do is, is to learn to listen to others because they see us a lot better than we see ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, my wife and I, my wife and I will be married uh, 42 years in November. And, Congratulations. Uh, wow. Thank you. And, and she said to put up a, age. Uh, almost, <laughs> I think she said she was 41. Thank you. So, uh, but, yes, uh, I think so. You know, and so when she tells me, Hey, you better uh, stop and think about what you're about to say. I'd listen up. And so education is absolutely a key because we are still very new in this behavioral health realm uh, since the fire service is 250 plus years old. And we're only talking behavioral health for 12 years. So education is key to understand our own uh, issues that we go through that this job, unfortunately, gives to us and being in EMS and dispatchers. Police go through the same thing, but that's not my culture. So it's not to say right. that we haven't spoken in front of police. I've spoken in front of 500 LA police officers, but that's not my culture. And as much right. as people want to lump fire and police together, we are totally different. And, and so I, I just bet stick you to are. And and, and yeah, and and the fire. So so you're talking to firemen, and there's a, a, a just like there are with the policemen, but there's a tremendous like stigma around addiction, PTSD, all that stuff, just like you said. So it's, it, are, are you just breaking down and breaking through the sort of the old patterns and, and what people think they know or, or, and the embarrassment and the shame around having an issue, a mental health issue, well, which by the way, we all have. Yeah, but I want to add something to that, too. We look to our firefighters as our heroes, right? They run in the yes. building. They rescue the, the people in distress. Our firefighters are the heroes, and nobody wants to hear about Superman and Batman in therapy. So it's a, there's, well, a, there's a, right? Absolutely. And here's a question I will ask you ladies uh, that I always start off our, our workshop for our counselors and chaplains and our family members. If I said to you, when you hear the word firefighter, what words come to your mind? Just shoot off some words. What comes to you? Strong. strong. What, what else? Mm -hmm. Anything else? Strong, handsome. Brave. Sorry. Brave. Well, I, I, I break that down, Muriel, so that's that doesn't fall. <laughs> but yeah, strong, brave, courageous. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. No, br brave, strong, uh, 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 you know, in impenetrable, like unstoppable, right. like all Absolutely. of those kinds of. So in 11, 12 years in my speaking, I've never heard people say, well, you know, they got anger issues. They have addiction issues. Uh, you know, they, yeah. they have relationship issues. Right. And because so society is culturally brainwashed as well. 
Now imagine us in the fire service and EMS world dispatcher. Every time we put this uniform on, we are expected to be at that level. Strong, brave, courageous, give help, don't ask for help. I handle all issues on my own. And when you're challenged, right. either in your personal, professional life, and you have to maintain that, now you see why right. so many of us struggle. And it's difficult to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because, you know, in comparison to the to the uh, policemen, we sort of, we have a hint that they have issues with, you know, anger issues. But firemen are even, it's, it's a higher level of like, we just, we glorify them. I mean, more to your point, you know, I'm just saying, I'm accentuating that point. And that's rough. That's a tough thing to, to, to be under you know it's kind of like a it's kind of like being a celebrity and you think oh they don't have any problems right oh they've got the world by the they're yeah yeah and and it's very challenging and i'm sure having to go into those situations every single day and deal with the kind of trauma that they deal with that's trauma to them Correct. No, absolutely. And in fact, uh, we just created, we just finished a national survey and we're about to produce a white paper within the next month and a half on moral injury. Moral injury, I believe, will play a larger role than post-traumatic stress for my brothers and sisters. And so these are all things that- What uh, is moral injury? So so moral injury- What is moral injury? Moral injury is a, is a military term, but it, it's based on the presumption that we are born to do good. We want to help others and things. Then we get into the fire service and we're trained to save lives. Well, over time, we start seeing more and more people die and injured. We feel like we couldn't save them. Uh, there's betrayal that falls under moral injury. So now we start feeling shame and guilt. And, and so these things now are starting to really affect us. And, and so you, you can have PTSD and moral injury at the same time. The problem is, is that so it's kind of is is it kind of is it kind of chipping away at your self at your at your core being like your at, at how you perceive yourself. It's kind of chipping away so that you're feeling less and less strong in your inner self. Yes, and, and that lack of uh, loss of confidence too. So it's it's really Got wounding it. our uh, wounding our heart and our spirit where PTSD is based right. on trauma from things you see, these are the things you feel and, and from seeing it. And betrayal is a big one because in the first responder world, about 65% is the divorce rate. So when oh. management is betraying us or we haven't treated our loved ones right and how they want a divorce, or maybe hmm, they had affairs or we had affairs. So betrayal plays a major role. And, and little do people realize everyone really wants to talk about PTSD. And when it comes to the suicide data, the number one known reason of my 1,766 that I have validated is marital and family relationships. So we, we really, that's why we have workshops to help families is understand why we act the way that we do and how it affects your family at home. Jeff, so do you? So you actually have? I'm sorry, Melissa. That's okay. You actually have like families come together and and people in relationship, like <clears throat> interacting. Uh, no, actually, uh, we we have workshops for the families uh, to to attend, but not the first responders. When we had the first responders uh, first come in with their families and 
for this particular workshop, we found out really quickly the spouses and partners don't say anything because they didn't want to get home and get oh. chewed out by their loved one. And so, so we separated it and then it just flourished. And so, but we do have an annual weekend retreat for family survivors. And those are the most incredible weekend retreats you could ever imagine. They are the strongest and bravest people I've ever met in my life. Uh, they come together, they share their pain, they help others get through their recent losses. So that, uh, that is it's called uh, Those Left Behind, uh, the, the weekend retreat. And so we've done that for eight years in a row. And it's just, we couldn't do it this year because we just that, didn't have the that... funding. I have a question for right. you. That's a, go ahead. Have your statistics changed over the years? Have you noticed since you started this in 10, 2010, that the, that the numbers have, have altered? Like, like, you know, they say that the divorce rate nationwide has the, right. the variances on that. So have you noticed a, a shift? Like during COVID, uh, did you no, notice a bigger shift? We, well, and during COVID, uh, that, was a, that was a real big issue. Uh, for relationships because no one really yeah. wanted to, to be home with their loved ones because we're gone most of the time. Yeah. Uh, but, but understand, uh, uh, stepping back, wow. our suicide numbers have started to come down a little, which, which is very positive. Wow. wow. Uh, on, on the flip side, I think people need to understand that out of the 1.1 million firefighters across America, approximately 700,000 of them are volunteers. So that that's oh, a challenge. Interesting. That, yeah, that's. Did Jeff? Right, can you give me that? Can you give me those numbers? Can you tell me those numbers again? That's huge. Yeah, uh, approximately 1.1 million firefighters in America, and approximately 700,000 are volunteer firefighters. So that's yeah. Uh, I'm, that, that's I live a up here. I live up here. Yeah. Yeah, I live up here in Idaho, and everybody's a volunteer fire person, right. and and they're you know, and they're you know, right now is it's the hellish time for them, you know, but what I love about what you're doing too, is the people left behind because I've dealt with a lot of people with suicide and, and, and it is so challenging for the people left behind, you know, it's, it, it's, it it's is. like, mm -hmm. wait, you know, we, we, we seem to think, Oh, you know, this poor person, what could I have done? But when it's all said and done, they did the deed. Now it's like these families that have fallen apart and what do you, we need to help them. Yeah. So I'm so, I'm so right. thrilled that you're doing that. And, and it's, and it's yeah. so different. Uh, you know, when you lose someone to a vehicle accident or a disease, tragic as it is, there's some understanding behind it. But for these families, right. uh, the, the guilt, right. uh, why didn't I see something? Why didn't my loved one come to me? And, and yeah. it haunts them for years and years and years upon years. And I'll be talking to a spouse whose loved one died 10, 11, 12 years ago, and she just breaks down in tears. And, and so it's, it's very difficult. Uh, and, you know, and people always say, well, you know, it's been eight years. You sh aren't you over there yet? And it's like, how you can't judge people. No, I mean, I, I've no, like and said, also grief, it, grief has a very, it's a weird ebb and flow. I mean, I remember right. when my mother died and that was 25 years ago or 30 years ago. And I, it, initially it was almost like a shock. There's a shock to it, but then, right. you know, it, I think 10, 10 years later, I lost it one day, you know, mm -hmm. I was triggered by something, you know, you never know. There's no rhyme or reason. Grief takes you into places and, and it's very interesting. And I think educating people on the grief process and, and the fact that, 
you know, nobody, nobody's response, you know, suicide is so complicated because it's 20 minutes of a bad day for a teenager or it's planned for 20 years or, 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 you know, all the different scenarios. And it's so, it's complicated. It it truly is. And, and you said a a couple things there. Uh, You know, we, uh, we're a nonprofit and it's it's been a struggle for funding uh, people donations because it, it is suicide. Even though we talk behavioral health, we are known, FBHA is known as the suicide people because media constantly call us. Uh, we've been mentioned in Congress for our work. Uh, I've been invited to the Pentagon to speak. And, and so uh, it's, it's amazing. I've had manufacturers tell me to my face, Jeff, we love what you do, but it's suicide. And that's a negative connotation against our business. And, and I had one manufacturer told me uh, we'd like to donate, but there's not much of a return on investment. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, and, wow. and, I, and I'm thinking, well, out of the 1,766 that I have validated, we estimate about a 65% reporting. I have personally spoken to about 1,730 chief officers to or family members to validate all the data. So I've heard stories upon stories. There's no return on investment. I'm just hoping that when I uh, meet the good Lord at the pearly gates, I have one extra plus then to allow me to get in. Well, I, th- <laughs> I think that's a shallow understanding of what investing in in what you're doing is. And that's a, I mean, because... You know, the investment to me is like it's it's tenfold. There is a return because you're you're saving Absolutely. families emotional well-being. So and, a- and let me ask you something. And I'm sure I'm sure that you dealt with this and it's probably a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Have you dealt with any like insurance companies like I, I would think because you you get such accolades from government and and what have you. Aren't there? I don't know. Yeah, well, we, I'm uh, I'm pissed off that people aren't donating to you. Absolutely, <laughs> that no, years, makes me mad. Yeah, years ago uh, we did have an insurance company who uh, sponsored us uh, f- as a um, as a partner for a year a year or two and stuff. But uh, it, it just it just fades away, and uh, and I don't know why because we're still losing people. We're still having people struggle. Uh, I, I get calls. Oh, Every day, every week, uh, I've even had the hotline, the national hotline, call me uh, three times in the last year saying, hey, we have a firefighter on the line. Uh, can we send them over to FBHA? And I said, well, I didn't know, uh, I didn't know we were on your resources. But I said, of course you can. Well, I, well and also the other thing that's so confusing is that you're, you're getting results. You're, you're, right. you know, you're seeing, right. you're seeing that the level, the, you know, the numbers are going down. Maybe it's not hugely significant yet but your work is helping people so that doesn't make any sense to me i'm gonna i'm gonna help you i don't know how, yeah but I'm gonna... well we're, yeah we'll, we'll start blasting out information yeah. about you to the followers of mh foundation as well as mariel's got a really healthy following also we'll put we'll start putting well, word out yeah i appreciate it you know but i mean I, I can't uh, yeah go ahead sorry well i was just gonna say my, my wife and i we're, we're very humbled i mean we have we get notes from firefighters, EMS, families, uh, children that write and say, thank you for helping my daddy. You know, but, and we don't put that on Facebook and stuff. That's, that's between me and the good Lord. And, uh, you know, we don't, we don't brag about that stuff. We just, we just help, you know, we just help out people. And, uh, you like know, said, you I, know, what's, I, I was, 
I was raised well, you know, by I... some great parents, and uh, you know, we were raised to, to help others, and uh, that's just just yeah. the way that, that it well, is. Well, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, Jeff, we live in a world that is so like. I mean, everybody wants to see stuff. You know how you know how right. it is because you're EMS and you deal with EMS and people are rubberneckers. They want to see things. Right. So the sad thing is you have to, we've got to figure out a way. We've got to figure out a way to help you to allow people to, to, to hear your stories because it's those stories, it's stories that turn people's heads, you know, because yeah, if, right. if our heroes are falling apart and their children are writing you notes, that's profound. And that makes people pay attention. Yep. Right. Yep. That's what meant. And yes, it is between you and the good Lord, but it's also between you. You know, you got those messages because there are messages that need to go out to the public for them to realize the profound effect that you're having. Well, and we're all you, you've alluded to brother, yeah, we're brothers true. and sisters in the industry, but we're brothers and sisters on the planet. And so Absolutely. even though many of us don't act and many of us don't act like kissing cousins, many of us are silly. But we, and we don't connect with one another, there's still a human component. Sometimes it's deeper down yeah. for some people than others, mm -hmm. but there's a human component. When right. we hear tragedy, it, it really makes us pay attention, the overwhelming majority. So I agree with Mariel on that point. You're right. I, yeah, I, you're, sadly, you're right. I mean, it's not, I'm not trying to get you to do something against your, your heart, no, no, but I also right. think, you know? Well, you but know you understand. It's like, sadly. <laughs> well, your ideas are, are fabulous. Uh, understand, uh, I'm a firefighter. And uh, so marketing and things like that, that's just not my forte. <laughs> and so uh, I I, my no, wife, I my wife and I, doing, right. But, but what well, I was just going to say, my wife and I are so very bad at get, asking yeah. for money. So, but uh, yeah. Well, I know. I know. That's, are, no, that's no fun. <laughs> these, yeah, I know. But you know what? These, when, these, it's, when, when it's, it's for good. for you. Yeah. When it's not for you and it's for good, yeah. it's like, Hey, you're not at, you're not saying, oh, you know, fill my pockets with money for no reason. And you're remember, saying, hey, I need to help these. People. Nobody's more effective at asking for money than the Girl Scouts. They stand out there with a box of cookies. They didn't go in their pocket. Listen, we got to get good. We, Jeff, we got we're we're in this with you. Well, yeah. it affects us yeah. because um, this past yeah. May, uh, we we could not hold our annual weekend retreat because we didn't have the funds. You know, it cost us about twenty to twenty-five thousand uh, to have the families from America across America come and visit, and we get new families. And uh, like I said, the yeah. bonds that they they create is just sure. it's just tremendous. So, but you know what? I, I'm not here to you know whine and complain. Uh, I love my I love what I do. It's difficult work, uh, but uh, you know these are good men and women, and uh, they put themselves out there every day. And from what the things that they see, and I'm, I'm talking the volunteers, the wildland, the military firefighters, uh, the dispatchers, uh, they, they do tremendous work. And uh, so mm -hmm. we're, we're just trying here to give our little piece out there. Uh, a lot of people have uh, told us and have written about saying that uh, we were the we were the catalyst in the behavioral health movement in the fire service. And uh, I'll share a quick story. That's, that's Huge. powerful. Huge. Never, never forget that. The, what you're doing. So you don't have to change what you're doing or how you're doing it. But maybe there's a connection. And I know that Melissa and I will put our thinking caps on. And maybe there's a way to do an event, you know, do your event, link it to something that's going to go out to social media. Because that's, 
unfortunately, that's kind of the only way you can get something to be viable anymore and, and get money for it. I, it's hard. It, it's really hard. I, you know, and I, I'm not saying that from a wealth of experience on how to raise money, but, but I think that, but I think it's too important to, to, I want you to have your yearly event. Oh yeah. This what you're doing for the families is masterful. And we, the, the, yeah. the technology uh, component of it. Yeah. We, we definitely, we're going to get the word out. Absolutely. We'll make it a part. Yeah. So uh, 100%. I, I, I had to share a story with you. Uh, a few years okay. ago, I was out in, I was out in Nebraska and I was, uh, I just finished a workshop and a, uh, a female firefighter came up to me and she said, Jeff, she says, uh, I've been, I've been following you and your wife and FBHA since you started. You just do some great work. And she says to me, she says, I consider you the grandfather of the movement and the behavioral <laughs> health and the fire service. And, and I turned to her and I said, well, why can't I be the father? Why do I have to be the grandfather? <laughs> and, and, and I never, I never saw someone turn so red so fast in my life. <laughs> and I said, I'm just teasing with you. I'm just teasing with you. I've met some great people and unfortunately I've lost some great people that I've met that uh, took their lives uh, 18 so far. So I, I keep that, uh, number, you know, and it's, uh, it, and it's tough. Uh, it, it really is yeah. because they call, they asking for help. They want to, they want to work on different programs and start for their own departments. And then next thing I know, I get a confidential report that they took their life and it's like, all right, what did I miss? And, uh, you know, but we are damn good actors uh, in the fire and EMS world. We uh, we can yeah. put our pain, hide it away. So it's a it's a challenge every day to uh, make sure that uh, we try to take care of our brothers and sisters. We vet counselors uh, that work with first responders. I work with the National Volunteer Fire Council and uh, we, I've now vetted over 500 counselors that work with first responders. And that list is on our web page so that our brothers and sisters can go to them and uh, see uh, who's in their area. So like I said, it's, I, I never lost anyone growing up to suicide. I never had any friends. I, I saw it on the job outside of Chicago. Uh, so I, I always wonder why I got put on this, uh, this mission, but uh, I don't question it. I just, I just do it. So. Well, and, and let me ask you something. So you're based out of Las Vegas, but you're, you're national, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, in fact, I was supposed to speak in Germany, but then COVID hit. So it's, uh, oh, but wow. I speak, a yeah. I've spoken a lot in Canada as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's fantastic. Just keep doing what you're doing. We'll figure out some way we can get the word out for you more because it's just too important. It's just well, absolutely I too important. And I appreciate uh, both of you for, you know, having me on here just to, you know, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, who we are and what we do and uh, the things that uh, we're trying to accomplish and uh, for the future as well. So we have uh, four other instructors and we're trying to crisscross, you know, across America and uh, doing the best we can. Well, absolutely. Yeah, and and you know, once the Mariel Hemingway Foundation, because we also need to get funded, but you know, because eventually what we want to have is a website that will direct people, you know, wherever they are. If you're a firefighter and you need help, we're going to direct them to you. If you're, you know, if you're a if you're a police officer, we're going to direct them to nine one one whatever. We're going to direct people to where they need to be. And that's so important. I think what's so difficult is that people don't realize there is help. 
And that's, that's powerful. You know, what you're doing is so important, but it's also really important for the people that are in trouble to know, oh my God, there's, there's help for me. Like I can speak to somebody and I won't, you know, I won't be reported as, you know, like depressed or crazy or, or unfunctional or, you know, and, and, you know, and, and, and the other thing that's just heartbreaking about this whole issue is that there's so much fear in talking about it because they think they won't make a living anymore. They'll get fired or they'll be put off, you know, and then they, then they have no means of income, which also creates a a triple, you know, feeling of like, I'm useless and I, I want to leave the world. And that's Uh, horrible. Well, years ago, unfortunately, I, within a, about a year and a half, I had seven firefighters who called me in tears saying, Jeff, I went and got help. I was diagnosed with PTSD and I was fired. And so that, that, oh. that's a problem in our world. Uh, but PTSD yeah. uh, is a reality. And there's a lot of states now that have workman's comp laws for first responders uh, that are struggling with that as long as it's documented to certain calls and things like that. But, um, you know, we're, like I said, we're still new in this. We're still young in the behavioral health realm. And we're just trying yeah. to do our little bit part uh, to help out. Well, you're doing an incredible job. We are so honored to know you and to be, uh, you know, like I feel like, yeah, I just, I just know we're going we're gonna to do something in the future together. I thank you so much for coming on our podcast and and <laughs> dealing with our little hiccups because we had a few. No, it's a, and nobody needs it, to know about them. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's a great honor, and uh, and I appreciate all your work that you do. I've been watching a lot of your podcast, and and uh, I saw about your things. So you're you're doing some great work out there, and uh, just just keep it up, and, and may you be blessed with that. And, and you as well, and we'll stay in touch, and it's going to be exciting to get this out into the world more and more and more and more. And, yeah, so Melissa and I are thrilled that you came on today. Thank you so I much, Jeff. It. It's important stuff. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Melissa. And- I, I, I treasure both of your friendships. I, I truly do. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today on Outcomes the Sun. Uh, you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, on Apple, and on YouTube. And you can donate to the Mariel Hemingway Foundation at the Mariel Hemingway Foundation.org. And I want to spell Hemingway for you H E M I N G W A Y dot org. I only say that because a lot of people put two M's, and that just won't work. Um, also on, if you're watching on YouTube, you can go to the donate button at the bottom and it will take you right to a link with a QR code. And, uh, if you go to marielhemingway.org, you can also press the donate button and be able to donate to the foundation, which is designed to help guide people towards finding the right solutions for their mental health issues. Um, that is my goal. I'm just trying to raise money so I can come up with an app and a website that has all the information you could possibly want to know about mental health and where to go. But we are in the process of making that happen and your donation means so much to us. So thank you so much and we'll see you next week.